Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome back to another edition of the Stardust Press Podcast. As always, I'm here, as I said last week, in an episode that I think actually comes out, I think it actually came out today, uh, where I reviewed uh, a Wrestle 1 show, uh, which, man, if y'all if y'all don't, if y'all not rocking with the Rob Terry and KG Muto tag team, I don't know what to tell you. These guys, they were cooking. I don't know how Wrestle 1 died. Anyway uh i'm here with scotty of course uh, i told y'all last week that i would have him on so scott go ahead come in plug whatever you need to plug do whatever what's up everyone i i don't really like doing plugs i actually hate yeah. doing plugs people ask me to do yeah. plugs, and i'm like just follow me on twitter and that's yeah. how you find everything do that do that uh, so yeah follow me at scotty wrestling if you don't already that's about the only plug I need to give. No, um, honestly, I don't know why I did that because Scott has like nine podcasts, so we do not have. We're not plugging all those. Yeah, no, no. Right everywhere. If you, if I just seen, cheated. Say follow me there. Yeah, if you've seen any English interview with a Joshi wrestler, Scott's probably done it. So that's that's the easiest way to track him. <laughs> uh, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but hey, wait, you know, that's fun. So you, yeah, you gotta own up to it. You're you're and KG Muto. Yeah, you did get KG Muto. You asked me for questions about that, and they they kind of you know did me dirty. I had this really good question. They were just I like, know. Nah. They're like, yeah, nah. I, know. I was like, oh, if we were man. just asking him, it would have been answered. But you had to. Oh, go dog, he would have just so. been like, he would have just been like, yeah. So this is what I think. <laughs> KG Muto probably would have started talking about all the wrestlers he hates as well. Honestly, which would have been awesome. That would have been the best content in the world. But that's my actually, that's my dream interview. I want to sit down with KG Muto and I want him to tell me everybody he hates in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, give me all your, give me all your enemies and why you hate them. That's my. That's the time I want to run a podcast, and that's all I do is I ask wrestlers what wrestlers they hate and why do they hate them. I'm not even gonna try to instigate. It. I just want to want legit reasons. I don't care if it's for shoot or it's they don't like the wrestling. Just give me reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, they 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 uh they suck. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. yeah no, fair. I agree. Uh, I agree, no, man. Yeah. They haven't had a good match in like three years. I, I get it, man. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as I said last week, Beth is gonna be gone from the podcast for a little bit because she done fucked up her leg that's always getting injured that's the you know with this podcast has very bad luck she's always getting hurt i'm always getting sick and then when i'm not sick she'll get sick it you know it's a whole thing <laughs> it's a whole thing it's not good luck we'll hope she feels better yeah yeah but i already i secured you in advance because either way she wasn't going to be able to record on this day so I've secured you in advance from that. And I got a few things lined up, but we'll see how they play out. But what I had you on today to talk about is talk about like three match matches from Dragon Gate. And then we're going to preview the final gate. Then we're just going to answer a few questions and, you know, just chat about wrestling, really. I mean, just go over the companies. I mean, there's some companies I don't watch, but I'm willing to chat about them. But, <laughs> you know, it's got to be crazy. Because, I mean, you're, you're one of the guests where I don't really need to plan. I just usually whenever I have people, I ask for questions just because that's kind of what you do. I mean, yeah. everybody's answers are different. So even if I've answered a question, whoever I have may have a different outlook on it. And it's always good sure. for conversation. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Let's, uh, yeah, it's Christmas time too. How about that? We, yeah, you know, we're uh, we're we're living a good time. But this is uh, this show I've been looking forward to. So I I love year end stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for just anything of about reviewing the year and 2022 went by really really fast. It I'm did. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it did. 
They really did. And, and this year, whether you know you're talking about promotions or just wrestling itself, it's been it's been pretty good. I mean, newsworthy for sure. Yeah. Um, we have some of the most ridiculous news stories of Ever. wrestling history. I mean, we, you know, that's that's part of the fun. But uh, yeah, yeah. This year flew by. Do you like, think you watched more wrestling this year than last year, or le- or uh, did you watch more or less wrestling this year? You think I, think I watched a lot more? I think I watched better wrestling this year. Yeah, that's kind of okay. <laughs> if that makes so sense. <laughs> I have been. I'm not gonna spoil all my year in awards because I'm working on them right now. I did just do my tag team of the year list. Uh, so if you interested in that, go check it out. I had ten tag teams just based on the wrestling I watched because I watched substantially less wrestling this year than I did last year, just because it was the final stretch of my college career, I guess you want to call it. So I was very, very busy. I was locked in because chemistry sucked. Anybody (laughs) who's in college right now or thinking about going to college, don't you ever take chemistry. You go and take biology. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't do that. Um, No, but um. And I think overall, just like my outlook on the year is just like, I don't know. It felt weird to me because when I was putting together my year in awards, I was just like, I don't feel like too many companies had great years necessarily. I feel like there's been a lot of great, good and great matches throughout the entirety of wrestling. But I think a lot of companies underperformed. Yeah, they sure have. Like, I mean, yeah, go ahead. You're like, so just think about like how they will do promoter awards and booker mm-hmm. of the year awards. It's like AEW is probably going to win and they've had yeah. their worst year since COVID, I yeah. think, which I mean, I know that's two years ago, but their year was so good last year because of all the moves they made. And this year was so messy. Yeah. So it's like, they couldn't have had a great year. That's, um, WWE, that, I don't even need to bring up. That's <laughs> why I'm a big, big supporter of people doing their own like yeah. year end list. Um, right because like people always get their own view necessarily on you know how they view things and all that but um it's just it's just weird i just i don't know i just feel like a lot of companies underperformed but that doesn't mean like wrestling was necessarily bad it's just kind of how things went yeah yeah um, that comes with all the news stories too yeah 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 <laughs> i i like getting everybody's viewpoint on wrestling throughout the year and all that but uh so for one of the first matches I told you to watch was a singles match that got made on a technically it's not really a house show because it was live on the Dragon Gate Network, but it was one of the smaller loops. Uh, it was UT's homecoming show uh, after it was a Z-Brats and Natural Vibes match that probably has happened so much throughout the year, which I'm not complaining because I don't know if you'll find two factions in wrestling at the moment that are well suit as well suited to fight each other as Zebrats and Natural Vibes. You can throw in any combination from either side and they're bound to deliver. Uh, I think that's one of the good things about this year in Dragon Gate is they kind of got joined at the hip at like very early on. And it seemed like a lot of things were uncertain. I know we reviewed Kobe World earlier this year and a lot of things were uncertain at the time but they're still like joined at the hip and it's it's really really good and just because of that just randomly in cork and we get a rematch from the kobe world main event for night one last year between kz and shin skywalker and i mean was there ever any doubt that these two were gonna come (laughs) out here and just go nuts you know with these two this is the match that made me want to watch dragon gate i watched Mm -hmm. it at last year's um, Kobe World, and 
that was the match that I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. this is the good shit, right? Like that yeah, is that exactly sure. what happened. I watched that match, and within seconds, I became mega fans of both of them. I think Skywalker is so much better now than he was then, which mm-hmm. is a credit to him. Um, you know, because what is he twenty four? Now something like it's, that. Something like that. He's... Which is just it's silly. Um that... you can go throughout the Dragon Gate roster and you can just like any big name that's had a great year this year, you're just like, Oh, how old are they? Like 20, 22. Yeah. Like <laughs> like he's not even touching his prime, but man, he is a absolute mega star waiting to happen. And you know, mm-hmm. when we you, when you talk about Yoshioka, it's like those that that's your biggest match, I think, right now. Um, I don't know if they'll get to it. Arguably, that's the biggest match, yeah, for sure. But it's definitely a match that, like, I'm really hoping we do get. I know, you know, with this coming weekend, we don't really know if we will or not. That's going to be fun to uh, mm-hmm. go through. But and then you got KZ, who's just, man, he is, he's go, he will be the most underrated wrestler in wrestling until everyone knows his name. And, what these two were able to do just by, you know, they got tossed into a main event match at Cork and Hall, great crowd, and they deliver in their sleep. They absolutely just, they can deliver in their sleep. And that's what I love to see. That's why we watch these things after all, right? It's like, mm-hmm. just give me these great matches and then let's just keep doing them because this was so creative from what they did last year. Obviously. I mean, last year was a title match, but mm-hmm. it's much like KZ and uh, was it Menorah in the King of gate this year? Yeah. Uh, they, no, that was, well, they had a match this year, but the final they had was the year before. Right. Right. But the match that they had, I, I, there's just something about KZ that I love. It's just his creativity, even though I think his like closing, set is so simple that's what makes him great like with the killer uppercuts and that's i can watch him hit uppercuts for hours (laughs) that's the beauty of casey because literally anything he does could end the match he has like nine match enders now he's got spider twist he's got casey time deep impact the uppercut he's got so many match enders like it's not even like the it's not even like a point to where oh this move is the definitive finish and then there's Mm -hmm. the secondary literally all of them finished matches probably at the same rate mm-hmm. um yeah casey's just gotten so so good i mean i've sung casey's praises for the longest time but i truly believe he's getting better which is crazy <laughs> because he's he's a vet he's been wrestling a long time but he's still getting better and i think that more fans are going to see them see him now that he is in noah uh doing mm-hmm. appearances for them uh which him and Yohei captured the GAC Junior Tags this morning as we're recording this, which good on Casey uh, getting that uh, little spoiler for what we're going to talk about soon, but that triple crown tag run, which is crazy, uh, which I mean, I mean, he deserves it. I couldn't think of a guy yeah. who deserves more success than Casey. Um, yeah. But yeah, they went out here and they knocked it out the park. Uh, Casey got the win, which was good. But the interesting part was after the match. Uh, KZ kind of gloating about his victory and Shun not really wanting to accept the reality that he lost. Mm. But interesting enough, BB Hulk is the one who kind of is just like, yeah, you lost, but that's fine. And Shun tries mm-hmm. to throw a kick at BB Hulk and it kind of 
throws a little dissension over mm. there in Zebra at Slimming. Although Hulk did hug him, that does plant some seeds going into next year. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a, the, also the thing that I, you know, learning Dragon Gate, I had to learn that, you know, we're switching on the fly mm-hmm. um, with all these promotions because, uh, you know, I, I walked in, I was like, oh, Masquerades, shit, they were gone within yeah. you know, months of me watching. And, they hit uh, their one-year anniversary, and then they were dis- yeah. man- disbanded months, like a few months later. And it's so funny, because like, all the guys that left there have went on to just be awesome in their new spots. And yeah. I mean, with Skywalker, it's like his heel work. Mm-hmm. Is so good that I don't know if I ever want to see him be a babyface again, because he just he just gets it. It's more impressive because he's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I always just want to give credit to people with masks. Like I'll probably give credit to Starlight Kid later for that mm-hmm. same reason. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you're able to do the heel shtick and do it that well while wearing a mask, and his way is just like not only that, you, but showcasing great facial expressions yeah. while wearing a mask. That's mm-hmm. like not easy to do. Not at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta be among the very best. Um that's like um if you ever listen to uh Sami Zayn talk about it. Yeah. Um he's like, yeah, it's it's so different because obviously he doesn't have the mask anymore. Yeah. Um and he's like I think I'm better because I had that. And mm. it's so true. It it, it yeah. just changes the game for those who wear the mask. If you could figure it out, if you you're can figure that much it out better. In a mask, when you're out of the mask, you're like head and shoulders above everybody else because you oh, have yeah. to work so much harder to sell a match when you're in a mask. Because yeah. one of the big things is facial expressions and just seeing how bad the person wants to win the match or whatever the story is. And exactly. it's hard to see that with a mask, especially with some mask designs that cover the full face. So if you're able to yeah. master that, it's, it's big. Yeah, um, for sure. Heading into the other two matches I told you to watch, this one I kind of just threw in there just because I just want to gloat about the <laughs> plethora of second-generation talent that Dragon Gate has as uh, Ishin faced Mochizuki Jr. and Straw Machine J. Uh, this... I don't know if there's a bigger flex than just going, yeah, we got we got the first ever uh, thoroughbred wrestler in the history of Japan and Ishin here. We got the son of Super Strong Machine and Masaki Mochizuki also in this match as well. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but it's just it's great. It's great because they are all allowed to kind of be themselves and not have to live up to a certain status of their right. parents. They get to be them in their purest form and probably will continue to grow into more and more of themselves as time goes on i know strong machine jay uh he spoke about like not wanting to just be the son of super strong machine and that's what casey also wanted to and that's why he got him into natural vibes so he can be himself and you know there it's like every month they're telling a new story with uh junior and ishin and it works because they're 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 just money together uh yeah. ishin has gotten so so good since he did the turn with zebrats uh this dude's just the biggest bitch alive and you just want to see him yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's such a credit to him 
for being that. It's like you watch him and you're like, I want this guy to get his head taken off, right? It's like and, and he was brought in in position to be this big baby face. Like, oh, he's him and his brother, first ever thoroughbred wrestlers, dad's a wrestler, mom's a wrestler in Japan. These are big baby face attractions. And Ishan's like, man, fuck my family. I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna <laughs> take a mask. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna do all that. Right. And I think it it's so much more entertaining to watch him doing that and then you have mochizuki jr who i think is you know i think if you didn't have fujiwara he would just be like that guy that you look at like oh well he's the one like he's this is the next not only guy because he's so good already and i yeah. the first match i saw him and i was like this dude just walked in yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't know how familiar you are with the big six era of Dragon Gate. It's when they were kind of built on the big six of uh, Doi, Yoshino, Tozawa, Shingo, mm -hmm. Hulk, uh, guys like that. And then you also had like Shima and Mochizuki also there as the safe draws, uh, Yamato mm -hmm. as well, whenever they needed them. What a crew. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's kind of similar. It seems like they're headed that way toward the future, but I think it's going to be more than just, say, a big six. I think you're just yeah. going to have so many people that you can rely on to draw and just yeah. be in big spots that you're just going to be set. You're going to have, like, main event matches for years. You're just going to be able to yeah. run through everything. Them in five years, just, like, thinking about it, who's the who's the kid that's just absolutely studying everyone with, like, his... Oh, Kaito Nagano. Yeah, like that guy is insane already. You have Mochizuki Jr., you have Ishin, you have uh, obviously the guys that are made of eventing now, right? You have uh, you Yoshioka. Also you also have Takuma, who's on excursion, and SBK, right. who's already held most of the belts, and he's on excursion, and he's gotten... Yeah. I saw him live. That's where I got the shirt. No, that's <laughs> but uh, he's gotten so much better. Like, my big yeah. critique on him was he wasn't as good in the ring as I would would have liked him to be. Mm -hmm. I saw him wrestle like two matches in one night against guys like Dragon Lee and Jalistico and Kevin Blackwood. And he's like just either right there with them or outperforming them. He's just yeah. like gotten so good on this excursion. So you got those guys peeking around yeah. too. So that five years is gonna be crazy because that dojo is not gonna stop pumping out talent. It's as I say coming and coming. If you're anywhere near Dragon Lee, that is that that means you are there because yeah. I think Dragon Lee is one of the uh, best, especially when he's on. But I yeah, think I it's mean, a statement that he was in a match with Dragon Lee and Lee Stico, and he had most of the crowd on his side by the end of the yeah. match. That's yeah, big props. I, to him. I think the reason you know a company like Dragon Gate so easy to attach to, and I you know I do this with Stardom is because mm -hmm. their future is so much brighter than every other company it's because they have like the next like 10 main eventers lined up and you just know who they are from the start that is something that you know new japan can't say that's something that noah can't like that's just something these companies can't say because mm -hmm. these companies are willing to believe in those young guys right off the rip um you know like new japan has shota who i think is gonna be a stud and uemura but they haven't they, really proved that they're willing exactly. to go all in on these guys. Exactly. It's even like Oka, he just, it's just like, oh, well, we have these foreigners and we kind of want to push them more than you know. Yeah. So it's right. like they haven't really proved that they're willing to take that homegrown talent. Exactly. They really haven't for a while, actually, that 
they're willing to take those homegrown dojos. Probably not since like maybe Hiromu, maybe. I can't think off the top of my head, but maybe Hiromu to really go all in on these guys. I mean, Ren's yeah, starting to now, far. but who knows how far that'll go. And Ren's but, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Renry is awesome. But yeah, I, I think that is like part of the problem now. It's like you just see like New Japan fans and they they do seem kind of worried. <laughs> like yeah. at times they're like, oh, well, we'll see where he goes. It's like, nah, you can, you, you, know, you can only take that so other time, like so many times. Yeah. Like, like I understand Okada's still like 34, 35, but like, dude, he's he has he's taxed his body. Like, you need these guys now. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, and like just looking, we're gonna, it's like getting ahead of ourselves, but when I was looking at the G1 lineups this year, and I was just like, yeah. God, this company's oh, yeah. in trouble. Because <laughs> yeah. all these foreigners, like all the native talent that are there, they're aging. The youngest people in the tournament were like Sonata and Evil, who are in their mid 30s, and maybe right. like Zach or something. Or yeah. no, as far as native talent, I think it was just Sonata and Evil, who are like in the mid 30s and other right. than okada and it was just like god this company's in trouble because they just <laughs> yeah, refused. <laughs> refused in terms of like their own built talent i think jay's probably the only other one yeah because yeah I, I do forget he that jay is dojo. trained yeah. by them right so he does count he's young still um but that's one out of like the last five years yeah are we kidding <laughs> well it's like oh it, it takes time it doesn't have to if you just do it yeah and that's i think <laughs> that's part of the young ready. lion thing it's just like it's yeah, good nobody but it also takes these, them forever nobody wants to see these guys going two to two to three year excursions to come back no. and just be nothing <laughs> no i mean shota wasted away in rev pro that's what he yeah. did as i say to people like that that dude showed up anywhere else he killed it but if you're sitting in Rev Pro, it's like, dude, look, it's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Dog, Suji, as soon as Mexico became available, he said, oh, yeah. dear God, get me out of here. So, And I think he's <laughs> awesome, too, but he's on the older side. Yeah. So a lot so of like, some of these young guys are on the older side. You got to get him there. You yeah. got to get him there already. You and Mara is like 28 already. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And also, yeah. those guys are like just starting excursion. Exactly. So that's so whenever they're back, you got to go now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back to the uh, subject of Dragon Gate. I mean, Ishin got the win here, but it's just like the future is so bright. It's just mm-hmm. it's hard not to smile. Not only did they have that, but they kind of were able to also mix it with the Oats of the Past with the main event with a uh, Yamakong reunite and to get a Twin Gate title match against KZ and Big Boss, which was a nice touch. Uh, it took a little while for it to really kick in the second gear. Uh, but I mean, I, that's to be expected. I'm not expecting. Yeah the Yamakong of 2009 to come out here and just fucking go crazy. <laughs> um, but I, I still had a good time watching. Of course, the right result happened with KZ and Big Boss retaining. Uh, very, very Big Boss. Big Boss is one of those people who will never get the flowers he deserves, especially on this roster. Like, he is one of the unsung heroes of Dragon Gate since he's mm-hmm. joined Natural Vibes. And even when before then, He's been consistently great his whole career, and it's just like people will never truly give him the flowers he deserves. He's he's the man. He's the perfect partner for KZ mm-hmm. because of their differences in styles, obviously, mm-hmm. with his power game and KZ just, you know, the fastest guy alive sometimes, I think. Yeah, <laughs> So sure. I love watching them together, and – so for me, I, I just hope that they keep the belts long enough that they do get a big title match 
or more big title matches because I do love watching them. And I know the titles have uh, did a little hot potato. So yeah. I'm happy to see them. And I'm happy to see KZ holding all the gold. That's that's yeah. what we are really loving to see. When I woke up and saw that he won the Noah belt, I was like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which newer fans won't understand. That's kind of the charm of Dragon Gate. The Triangle Gate and Twin Gate belts, they change a lot. Yeah. The single belts, not so much. Those are protected a lot more, but which is cool. Yeah, which is good. But the twin and triangle gate, it's flopped for reasons of this is a unit warfare, so everybody's mm, exactly. trying to claim the belts. So yeah, and I, I think if any belts are gonna be the flip flop ones, those make the most yeah. sense because it's like if you defend them enough and you have a bad day, it's like all right, you lost. Them. That's that's kind of how sports work, right? Yeah. Like especially because it's not. Best three out of, uh, you know, yeah. best four out and of seven. And it's not like whenever uh, teams lose them, they just never hold them again. Like in some right, movies. exactly. Like the, the people who lose them, they're bound to get them again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, and I rather that than like the uh, long ass run that uh, Chaos had in mm-hmm. New Japan, for example. Like I rather the flip flop, um, unless like you have a trio that's going to just put on mm-hmm. complete killer matches all the time which is asking for a lot no matter what um so that way you just keep the scene fresh and it's must watch and i mean trios for dragon gates you know no one touches that anyways so so yeah that's uh about it for the dragon gate as far as reviewing the matches and such let's go ahead and get into some of these questions about dragon gate there's just about let me see about really two but uh the second one we can kind of expand out to other companies if need be uh so the one so far is what do you think yamato should do once high-end ends well i mean he's kind of already shifted into the role he should be playing although i don't mind him getting runs with the triangle gate and twin gate because he's not like some veteran who can't still go because he very much can uh, I just don't want him winning the Dream Gate anymore. I just don't want to see that shit. <laughs> um, uh, if he wants to challenge, cool, whatever. But I don't, I don't need to see him winning. But uh, after high end disbands, I just want to see. I don't know if he necessarily needs to be in another unit that isn't like what I want high end to be, which is a Oratachi veteran goon, which is just a team of veterans and just trying to continue to show that they can go with the young generation as the landscape changes. I, I think something like that is kind of ideal. If not, he could like join a group with a bunch of young guys as the veteran help they need. Yeah. He's an interesting one because, you know, he's traveling again, I, a lot now too. So yeah. When I, when I jumped in, I watched KZ lose and then him win the belt. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, what, what? <laughs> I was like, what, what the yeah. hell is this? Why did we do this? Yeah. Um, what what I credit him with is he's still a very good pro wrestler at the age of 41. It's not like he's washed or anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think Dragon Gate knows that they, they need to let the youth be the ones taking over. Something that... I think he knows that as well. Yeah. I don't think we, that him asking a member of the young generation would they like to seize this chance to fight Shingo and Hulk was fully kayfabe necessarily i think he truly feels that way as well yeah and i think him as a lead uh or a teacher in a lot of ways mm-hmm. on camera world work so say like you know high end ends or whatever 
even him being like a mentor in some group that is ultimately led by one of the young guys is cool too. And he's always good, like Mochizuki, to jump in for a title match, mm-hmm. right? Like that's always cool. Just don't win the belt, right? Yeah, just <laughs> don't win the belt. And, you know, if he's going to be the, it's kind of what, and I don't mean to keep going to other places, but like, it's what Tanahashi is. Like, yeah. that's what he can be, right? Um, but I say Mochizuki because, you know, I mean, this is what he does. Mochizuki yeah. is doing it as we speak. And like Mochizuki, he can travel a little bit too here mm-hmm. and there to other companies and be big time for them that need it, right? Because I think, I think you know, I actually saw Mochizuki for the first time in Noah. Mm-hmm. And what he added for them was just such a great not not a hand but a great guy to challenge hold belts you know i think he held the national title mm-hmm. actually when i was For watching like a cup of coffee yeah yeah but it's still he held it right mm-hmm. and he has great matches i think that's something that he uh yamato can do too um while helping up teach the young guys because i mean there's not many be- better people to teach those guys up than him even if you know, be- he's just been the ace so yeah. yeah, for sure. He's one of the few of the big six other than Hulk that has not left. He's still there. So that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And he doesn't so, feel like he's leaving either. Which no, is good. no, not probably not ever, which is cool. Uh, the other one is which rookie from excursion do you think is going to make the best impact? Which this is the question I think we can kind of branch out to other companies if we really wanted to. Uh, but mm. in the terms of Dragon Gate, it's easy to say Fujiwara. I don't count Kento as a rookie because he's he just celebrated his three year anniversary and he's held right. like most of the belts in the company. He's he's fine. Uh, he's just going to get polished up. It's easy to say Fujiwara, but I want to say Nishikawa because Japanese mm-hmm. fans haven't seen him yet, mm-hmm. and uh, some Western fans of Dragon Gate haven't seen him yet. Although they've posted like his Mexico matches on the network and stuff, but since they haven't truly seen him yet as himself i think he's gonna have the best impact because with fujiwara they know what they're gonna get nishikawa he's already a man of mystery and he's a bigger guy so he adds to that you know that rarity of tall guys in dragon gate so (laughs) i think it's going to be interesting to see how he shapes up when he gets back yeah i mean i don't i don't want to be the basic one here but yeah fujiwara does feel undeniable yeah <laughs> right like yeah, that's this, the, that's the consensus that is that you just can't deny it <laughs> like he's getting the credit from everyone that doesn't even watch dragon gate because so yeah. many people are like this Dude, Dave Meltzer doesn't even watch puro and he's just over here like yo fujiwara and dragon gate yes yeah. <laughs> because he has enough people telling them like this guy you know you gotta pay attention to him and I don't know. I just remember watching him, and then when he came back for that, you know, little spell and watching him in those matches, I was mm-hmm. like, "This dude is as special as they come." And he is, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't even have a comparison for him. Like for recent people that have gone on excursions, because I think he's so much more advanced than most people that when they left. That it's like yeah. he started training before he trained in the Michinoku Pro Dojo when he was like in high school before he even got to Dragon Gate. So he already had a head start compared yeah. to other people who go in inner dojos. Yeah, so it has I, I mean it just has to be him. Like he is yeah. he's gonna have many, many titles. <laughs> yeah. And he's gonna be great. As far as other people on excursion, the only 
others that I can really think of. I mean, Junta just came back from Excursion Today yeah. from Noah. And I, at first, like, I was always scared of his booking because they, like, he's a very, very young guy and that's somebody yeah. you should want to push. And it just seemed like they didn't really care for him. But hindsight, Head Booker has a strong connection to Mexico, sending him to Mexico and then bringing him back as a challenger for the junior title at Budokan. I think that it's safe to say that he's going to be just fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, hmm. I don't know if you saw that, but like all the like uh, female Noah fans are just like, oh my God, we have an agenda. He's like sexy. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I guess, I mean, you and Mara. Yeah. He seems that, like he seems kind of like it's still in that like same New Japan boat though. It's like I don't yeah, know, I don't really have exactly. the faith in them to capitalize, right. but like, he seems like the guy that won't be shackled down. I do have the conversations with people that it's like I understand how good UMR is already, I do, but it does feel like it has to be Umino based off age and mm-hmm. you know that connection. No, he like. A lot of people go with the U is going to be the ace. I never saw that. It was always yeah. going to be Umino just because right. they're going. Get the hair. Yeah. Get the hair. That <laughs> and even if you went with Ren, Ren's going to be the Shibata. If they're going off the, yeah. they're, if they're going off the second generation, three musketeer tier, then Ren's going to be the Shibata and Umino's going to be Tana. So that's, Umino's just going to be the guy. Yeah. And I think that's an okay thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I, I mean, you and Mar should be great when he comes back. But I don't think he'll be heavyweight though. That's just my take. Yeah. I think he'll be a junior. That, that's Which... why I kind of am happy about Ren is that they haven't pushed him into that. Yeah. Like, Which I mean, hope. I think that's fine because they've started to show a little more care for the juniors. So I don't mm. have as much of a dread i guess you can say about yeah. yuya coming back and being in the junior division as i would have say maybe like a year ago or like six months ago right. but yeah, well with new japan they need outsiders for that division more than yeah or at least their mindset is that they need them more and i think that's why it has a little more life now well you, know, it you got leo help. you got ace you got chris bay who i think are all great yeah, it doesn't help that your ace of your division is constantly dragging you down because your tryouts is seemingly looking for small heavyweights and not junior heavyweights, right? Which is a probably a reason they don't have many native juniors, is they're just New Japan just don't believe in junior wrestling that much. They just looking for their next heavyweights, which I get, but yeah, if you're gonna have the division, touchy. you need both. Yeah, it's touchy. Yeah. Uh, all right. To get into the other ones, let's let's go. With the, let's let's dip on over to Joshi for a little bit. <laughs> what do you think of the accusations to Mayu Big League and Stardom by saying "fuck that IWGP <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, like if you know she didn't want to go to the U.S. without more money, then you know, good for her, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, my my. My whole thing is A, she's gonna win the belt anyway. Yeah. B, if they didn't want to pay her more money to travel in a country she doesn't speak the language of and they didn't want to do that, I totally understand why she would say no. <laughs> and she's such a big draw in Japan that like they have no problem. Well, if, that's sure the, 
Mayu or anybody in stardom, but it's just bold fact that they're bigger draws in Japan. That's just yeah, for sure. American I mean, crowds haven't been how to how to put this right. They haven't really been conditioned to look at many women's wrestlers as big draws, no. and especially on the outside. They just like whatever they're yeah. they're cool right. for an indie shot, but as far as like big draws, they're not really viewed as that. Exactly. And and that's why like I'm happy that you know she's like, well, if I have to go there, like I want more money. <laughs> she went to, yeah, she went to the Kevin Nash school of pay yeah. me. And I was and, like, Yeah, that's what's up. And it's like, you know, from both sides, and they were like, All right, well, we have Kyrie. People know Kyrie. We'll go Kyrie. It's yeah. like they were what a tough second situation. option yeah. to have. <laughs> oh my god, I guess we're just gonna have to belt it up on the person that was on national TV and everybody knows that sucks, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, legit, like she's gonna win the belt eventually anyway. So yeah, no, um, they they got an extra story out of it now. So yeah, exactly. They could they could always play with Kai if they ever wanted to, just Kyrie just being like, Well, you really haven't grown much. I beat you and you suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy story to work back to. I mean, I don't know how long Kyrie's going to be around, but it does seem she'll, I think be, she'll, be, ra- she'll be around I think she'll a lot longer than we expected. Yeah. Even if it's on a part-time basis, I think she'll be around for probably forever. <laughs> until Kyrie she being just around decides at all is a win. Yeah, until I she mean, just decides yeah. she don't want to. Exactly. Uh, going into some more Joshi, uh, who are your Joshi wrestlers who, while they didn't break out, had the biggest improvement this year? The correct answer is Itsuki That's a good one. That's a very good Itsuki one. Itsuki went from... Itsuki already been one of my favorite wrestlers in general, not just Yoshi, but she went from being just a good wrestler to probably one of the best women's wrestlers in the world and wrestlers in the world. She stepped yeah, up big awesome. time when the freelance scene really needed her to, and she's just been phenomenal all year. Uh, that's one. Um... It's, I don't want to, because Hanan's kind of cheating because she did practically break out and they kind of set her up too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that's kind of cheating. So I don't really want to go that route. Honestly, I think that Momo now has, is, as is better than she's ever been. Mm -hmm. I think she's just on another, like, I'm the casual stardom person. Usually when people need casual stardom opinions, they hit me up. Uh, and I just think, cause I mean, I was, I was a stardom old head, but I think Momo's just so head and shoulders over that entire roster to me, just cause how good she is. I think she's, t- she's improved on already being great, which is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- those are the two that come to mind. I'm sure there's others, but I think those are the two that like jump off the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Momo's the best she's ever been which is saying a lot as someone who has been one of the best wrestlers, not only in stardom, but in the mm-hmm. world for four years now. Right. Yeah. And she's what? 22. Yeah. It's like, like it, it, the potential is insane. And you know, her going heel. I know some people don't like it. I think it's been phenomenal. Um, she's a good one because it's like it's hard to say her because obviously like she's has a yeah. record breaking wonder t- stardom title reign behind her, but with the new stardom and you know how people mm-hmm. come in after all that, I think she's definitely a good answer here. Um, indie wise, Rico Kawahata 
I think okay. is one of my favorite picks because her improvement this year has been night and day. I mean, mm-hmm. she went from like trying to do this like bad moonsault every game, every match, and struggling to now just kicking the shit out of everyone in her matches, and she's awesome. I mean, yeah. yeah, she she does her little dance at the beginning, and then she beats the crap out of people. It's like hell yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. She's a great freelancer. She adds a little to every show she's on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd definitely say her if I was looking for, for sure. Anyone. For sure, I hope she's, she's a great she's gotten choice. So better, yeah, she's gotten so much better compared to like seeing her on uh pandemic like seed shows and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, first yeah. coming out of it, uh, those are good picks. Those are good picks. Um. What is the best under the radar wrestler or or we'll do both. We'll do wrestler and event this year. Uh under the radar event. Mm. The Gleet one. The great one. The mm-hmm. one with um Lindemann and Erie. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That one. Um <laughs> I just remember that show being absolutely phenomenal from top to bottom. I if I could fi- um 25. It was 25. Yeah. Uh, was I'm going to go with Ganbari Pro's uh, Old Award City Gymnasium show with uh, Oka versus Imanari. Really uh, the entire show was just fantastic. Also want to say uh, because one of their spoiler, one of the matches end up on one of my matches of the year. Uh, the first no match show, the atmosphere for that show still yeah. holds up as probably the best atmosphere of any cheering show this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's so sad that we're probably possibly done with those shows. Um, Rossi Ogawa, leave them alone. <laughs> at least it feels like that. Well, I think they just need, need more. <laughs> need more shows. Well, right. And I hope, I just hope we get at least one more at yeah. this point. It's like, because I thought the first two were so good. Um, yeah. Other shows, I mean, those were, that was the one that just jumped off my mind when I read that. Um, if I go out, away from puro sendai girls have had a lot of good shows this year mm-hmm. um oh, yeah, got to sure. move when they've head back when they jump back oh, yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the phoenix rises show which i think was their anniversary show yeah. with uh may and yuna in the main event yeah that was a really good show too uh yeah, yeah it's free on youtube so yeah that is true they they've uploaded a few free stuff and uh, Chris Brooks also, him and Drew Parker had like their anniversary show that he's yeah. telling everybody to go pirate because YouTube yeah. took them down. <laughs> so funny. Uh, as far that. as wrestlers though, hmm, I guess the best way to look at it is wrestlers who weren't really on your radar heading into this year. And then all of a sudden you're just like, yeah. wow, what a year. Yeah. It's, hmm. I mean, I can't say speedball. Mike Bailey was on mm-hmm. my radar and as much as he ended up being on my radar, if that makes yeah. sense, like coming into the year, I was like, okay, he's signing with impact. So mm-hmm. like, LOL. Um, yeah. And he ended up being just awesome. Uh, he's like one around, at least in America that jumps out to me uh, Takase only because we didn't know what her year was going to be obviously. Yeah. And while it has quieted down, I think she has been phenomenal. Um, a lot of people. I'd say Lindemann because I wasn't into great yeah. yet. And he's been fantastic as champion. And he was 
been fantastic in his few shots in New Japan, and he's just so good. And he's going to close out the year with one of the best matches of the year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I can't cheat with my two original picks because I love both Dan Tamora and Satoshi Kojima to death, so I can't really cheat and say them. But <laughs> you I didn't, didn't say ex- Kojima, though. I think you yeah, I can say Kojima because I don't think anybody expected him, probably but me, to come out here and have a wrestler of the year year. I I'm yeah. standing by he he was the best New Japan wrestler this year. <laughs> he didn't even wrestle in New Japan for most of the year. No. So, um, Dance Amore is the fucking man. If y'all don't watch All Japan, y'all need to y'all need to pull up the Dance Amore tapes and just let know. Speaking of All Japan, yeah, awesome. Ry- Ryuki Honda is a good one because I wasn't familiar mm-hmm. with him when I started getting into All Japan. Uh, and sticking with all Japan, Rising Hayato had a really, really terrible junior heavyweight title match with Sugi earlier this year, and I was just like done with this dude. And then he completely transformed over the year and just got really, really good. So I'll say him. Yeah. Uh, Joshi wise, um, I don't know because this was a down year for me and Joshi. I didn't watch a lot, but. I'll say Harakaze because Harakaze isn't necessarily like this fan. Even though she's wrestled for a long time, she's more of a model. So it's like she doesn't really she's not great at it, but she's she's good at her role being a babyface. But she's actually had a really, really good year. Like her match versus Makoto for her anniversary is like one of my favorite matches of the year because mm-hmm. they it was it was really, really good. And it caught me off guard. And I was like, damn, Harakaze did that. So I'll go with them. Uh, Let's go with the truth. Uh, Saki Kashima as well. Oh yeah, that's true. But so, only know. only like people who just don't know expected yeah. like just didn't like oh Saki Kashim is good. I'm like yeah, I, I think for her it's just getting an opportunity yeah to be in the picture because usually she doesn't have a belt. But having those trios belts and being with Momo and mm-hmm. Starlight Kid, I think it's let her shine a lot. Yeah. Which that's why there's a desperate need for like a tertiary mid card singles title for wrestlers yeah. like her who just because like. They've put the red and white belt on these pedestals that where it seems like only a certain few wrestlers can challenge. Yeah. And she's not necessarily high speed enough to do high speed, although she's challenged for the red a few times. Yeah, I was gonna say I think she rock it now too. But yeah, but I I think that's what stardom needs is a desperate like tertiary mid-card belt for those people who are just not quite yet there yet. So yeah. Um and the final of our questions before we just get into an open-ended discussion. Where do you see the trajectory of AJPW going? They're in a they're in a they're in a weird spot because yeah. I mean Jake was probably their second most push or third most push guy because nobody's beaten Wama uh, in Kento, uh, so their third most push guy. So like losing him is big because he also was a pretty big draw for them. To Jerry, you know, fuck to Jerry, bro. Ain't nobody. I mean. To, let me take that back. I love to Jerry, but I don't need current day to Jerry stinking up all Japan cards. I, I really don't. Because uh, he just like, it's not that he's bad. It's just that he's very visibly not trying and he's not going to try. So uh, Izanagi is fantastic, except they refuse to let him be great. They cut off his big junior title run to do this super crazy run, which I won't slander my guy super crazy because the Peros run fantastic uh that's my guy i'm not slandering him but they didn't <laughs> truly let him cook when zeus left so it always seemed like he was headed with zeus at some point so good for him because he had a match with yusuke okado on akiyama's osaka show that was really really good so i'm glad to see him cook jake is really the hard one in this because 
Kickout said it best whenever they reviewed Real World Tag League and the uh, it was a Junior Battle of Glory. There was a vision for the first version of Next Stream, Nomura, Yuma, Jake, and Kento to lead All Japan in the future. And now, no way you cut it, that dream is essentially dead because although Nomura is still around, signed, only Kento and Yuma remain. So that dream of that generation carrying all japan just doesn't exist anymore uh but but i understand jake's desire to go do more and wrestle in other companies because he had a little like he was having a blast when he was teaming with shimitani and great earlier this year uh so uh, i'll be interested to see what he gets up to but all japan's in a weird spot but i don't think they're in a bad spot because Junior Battle Glory, they really put that stock into Ryo Inoue, and he's fantastic. Dan Tamora, too. They got him to the finals, which a lot of people didn't have but me because I don't miss. So <laughs> um, they put stock into him. They put a lot of stock into the handcrafted Aziz Manzai whenever he beat Suwama in the final match of Real World Tag League. Uh, so I don't think they're in as much danger as it was hyped up to be because I think they – have already covered the basis for what they're going to do into the next year. Yeah. I'm I'm not the biggest Jake Lee guy. Mm -hmm. So like. I wasn't for the longest time. So I actually saw him in a match where he actually wrestled and didn't do total eclipse bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, obviously he's a big loss for them. Yeah. But I do think that they have an interesting group to build around. If the hard thing is money is getting more people. That's going to be the hard part. Right, because to me, you have you obviously have Kento. You know, that's your guy. You have but... both Yumas who you had Suji who had a hell of a year this year. Shout out Suji Shikawa. That's the guy you right have there. Nomura, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who's back. But both you also Nomura's have Taku- Yeah, exactly. Coming in from Takuya Nomura, who, who I'm trying to keep in there as long as I possibly can. If I'm yeah. now, which the stuff with BJW, the relationships needs to be all well and good. So he'll probably be around and i think he's great you have the you have yuma you have atsuki Ewa, like he's awesome um you have ashino when mm-hmm. in honda who i i very much enjoy both of them yeah um and you have a lot I of guys they are smart working with new japan a little bit because or not to the point of you know having nagata there Pretty much is what I mean because oh like God, you stay away from the triple crown or I'll bust through the screen and come after also you. Also true, also true. But like with with like the Sonatas coming over for mm-hmm. the show and like things like that. So Taurus Suzuki is coming in for a spell now that he's fully yeah. freelance again. So like I like that. I like when they bring in, you know, T Hawk. I yeah. like when they bring in them. The Glade guys are great. Yeah. So like if they can keep these relationships going that's awesome because that will help them. That's all you can really ask for, really. Exactly. And I'm not asking all Japan to go out there like, oh, go sign a big name. I'm not asking them to do that. I think they're fine how they are. They just got to move the wheels and tell Taru to fuck off. Fuck (laughs) off, Taru, you bitch. Don't push these. The Saito brothers push (laughs) us. It's not happening. So let's stop it. It's not. It's really not. Toshizo, he's cooking. Suwama, he can cook. Kono, you got to pay my boy. That's Mr. Fuck you pay me. You got to pay Kono <laughs> if you want him to try. Taru, Saito Brothers, we're not doing this. Uh, you know, with 
all Japan, they do have this interesting luck, maybe, coming into the new year that Kodobushi does not care about money or anything. And maybe you can get him for one match. <laughs> they better act quick because I think there's a certain yeah. agency, I guess you can call them, that might be looking to have him come in for a couple of stints. Yeah, which I actually want him there. Yeah. But, you know, if they could get a match out of Ibushi even, <laughs> that would well, be Well, the thing is, he's them. close <laughs> to Shuji Shikawa, so they, it's yeah. definitely possible. They can definitely get him in. If even if they just wanted to throw him and Kento on a big show. Bro, forget that. Just let him get and Shikawa just headbutt each other for 30 minutes. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Not only but... that, uh, before we like get into other companies, before we end off on All Japan and get into the other companies, you know, as we just look at the end, look at the company throughout the year, uh, another good luck thing they had is Cyrus, who was a guy I was kind of iffy on, just turning out to be really, really good. <laughs> mm. Like his run with Ishikawa and Tag League was fantastic. He really stepped up when they needed him to, and yeah. I think he's got a he's a perfect fit for them right now with what they're trying to do. Yeah, hitting on international talent that are unexpected to be hit on is like, I think how some of these companies can. You know, better I themselves hate in the new prototype year. Vader wrestlers. I cannot stand Jonah. Bye. Never have to see you again. But there's Cyrus, only one Vader. Yeah. I want everyone to know that. Like, there's only one Vader. It's very hard to watch Takeshi Morishima tapes. All you big men wrestlers, no more Vader tapes. We're not doing that. <laughs> well, because Vader was like so one of a kind that everyone's like, well, yeah, He's I like could be Vader. 450. No, he was and doing moonsaults, white and bald doing moonsaults. Like, and, he, and he hit people really hard. Yeah, ain't nobody doing <laughs> right? like this guy. No, no. So like, yeah. And that's what I he think... looked like he was going to be for a minute. Was just a prototype Vader, and I was like, oh my god, here we go. And then he proved himself to be so much more than that. Right. So right, exactly. Was, and welcoming international talent, whether you're finding them from out of nowhere mm-hmm. or. You know, even slightly bigger names. And when I say bigger names, let's like pump the brakes there. Not going to be huge names. But if you have relationships in the U.S., for example, like I know Tajiri came to MLW. And I'm not saying, well, like if you were to like share talent with MLW or bring one guy over, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Like just things like that, because you never know. I mean, you, you and me just talked about how like Noah brought over. Jack Morris. No who one was knew and who this guy he was. Got announced, I was like, bro, who is this 2K-generated <laughs> call? Where's Kenyo? I was going on a tangent that morning. But now Jack's genuinely one of the best parts of the company. He's fully embraced wanting to learn, and he's, like, great now. Yeah, That's what and, you need is those talents that you don't expect to hit, but hit. But not only that, exactly. they're loyal to you, and they're not looking elsewhere. They tried exactly. with... AJPW tried with Francisco O'Kara, but his goal was always New Japan. So yeah. it was really useless to put all their stock in him like they did. Uh, but these guys, these foreigners that want to be in your company and nowhere else, these are the guys you want to go after. For sure. For sure. And that's how you fill out your cards. Now we've talked about Dragon Gate, we talked about All Japan. Uh, so let's get into the other companies in wrestling, and except that we're not talking about WWE. Uh, <laughs> only time me and Beth ever talk about WWE on this podcast is when they do something fucked up or hilarious, which that's a yeah. lot, actually. Yeah, 
Yeah, which will they just become memes at that point? But uh, first, let's let's since we talked about these two briefly, let's head on over to Bushi Road and talk about their two promotions. Let's go ahead and start with New Japan. So, how you feeling about that uh Wrestle Kingdom card? I mean, I get it. Wrestle Kingdom has the WrestleMania feeling for me, where I just get excited for the idea of it. Anyways, um, I mean, I get. I get Kyrie and Tam on there, so I'm happy, right? Like, that's cool. And it's the second match, so, like, if I can't stay up, I can just watch it and go sleep. Yeah. Um, you have a main event that's absolutely dead in terms of interest levels, whether that be internationally or otherwise. You, you have Osprey and Okada that's going to make people lose their minds. Uh, you're going to have... I think you have a good junior title match. I think mm-hmm. you have two good junior title matches, even though I don't like TJP. Um, but I do well, think he, that he does be the dab, you know? <laughs> I know, he does the dab in 2022. Yeah, yeah. Soon to be 2023. Um, it's a it's a good... I love the Muto match. I absolutely love the Muto match. KG Muto saved this card for me. I was just like, all right, I'll go check that junior title match out, that IWP women's title match, and then like I'll take whatever screenshots that Japanese lady fans have taken of House of Torture and just called it a night. <laughs> but uh, not, but that KG Muto single-handedly saved this card. Praise praise the God. Pro rest love all around. My guy. Um, That's going to be a really good match. <laughs> I Yeah, I used to have that same feeling where I was like, oh, it's Wrestle Kingdom time. Now, whenever I see most New Japan cards, I'm just like... This is the worst dog shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> How are you the biggest company in Japan and this is what you give me? <laughs> it's, it's, it's laughable, but, you know, they got money. So it's like they can just do terrible cards for the rest of their existence and then people still come. I mean, that's yeah, just I mean, how it is. New New Japan is pro wrestling in Japan and everything else is a niche. That's just the reality of it all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that made event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if there's two wrestlers that I could just take never wrestling each other again or <laughs> at all, well, I won't say at all because Okada occasionally has a Naito match that's like really good. So I, yeah. I won't say at all, even though, you know, he's a little washed. But if there's two wrestlers that I can do without seeing ever wrestle each other again, it's probably these two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. So I know a lot of people don't like Jay White. I don't. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm just like, all right. And I understand it. I I feel like he could Jay be good White in like. Different. I feel like he could be good in like a ten minute like sprint. He is good in those. Like that's the funny thing. It's just like his. I mean, he just feels so much like a TV wrestler. Yeah. Like yeah. he feels so much like a TV wrestler and well, not a pro wrestler. That when he showed up in AEW. Right, and he wrestled. I think he wrestled Trent or something. On I was there. Page. I didn't. I don't want to talk. About it. Like at least that match, it wasn't. He's not gonna do the Jay White match, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not gonna do the. All right, I'm gonna spend 20 minutes doing the outside reading, stuff and reading then, the Holy Bible or whatever. Right, and minutes. then and then I actually have the match. Um, but yeah, he's a he's an interesting. Oh my one. Like, god, he's, he's the spot- type of guy which. Anyone the that doesn't control like him spot from Okada into the sleeper suplex, I can already tell they're gonna do it at least five times. Oh, <laughs> but no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, 
I try not to hate on New Japan as much anymore because New Japan fans that follow me don't like that. And I'm just like, well, they should probably just book good wrestling and I wouldn't have to like... I get Sasha Banks out of this. This is my win. The only thing I get out of this is Muto, Tanahashi, and Naito standing in the ring and trying to figure out whose knees are the absolute worst between the three. And I might get the Grandmaster becoming the Grandmaster and the Junior Champ. I might get that. Other than that, like, what is... Mm, I don't know what I get out of it. But (laughs) I will say, it's not really about this show. It's more so New Year's Dash, because New Year's Dash is where historically the tone was set for the year and for the last few years new year's dash has sucked compared to or there hasn't been one yeah new year's (laughs) dash either hasn't happened or it sucked because the old ones used to go crazy like where uh, jericho attacked naito or when the suzuki goon returned from noah like used to have big big stuff and it's just nothing like I have it's, no idea what's going to happen. The Raw after Mania feels not there. <laughs> it's not there. Anymore. Yeah, it's true. It's like it's the same situation in a lot of ways. I mean, it's exciting that it's back, and I feel like the fact that they brought it back, they have to deliver. Yeah, and I think it's something. exciting that they're working with other companies and not trying to poach all the talent as yeah. of right now. So I think that's yeah. a cool <laughs> little thing. Uh, it's like, working out for both like, of their I, like companies. I appreciate you letting Shingo come back home and wrestle on Dragon Gate, but I'm not gonna watch Wrestle Kingdom. But you know, thank you. I well, appreciate Shingo's you being only nice. matched within that week, so it's good. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, who really won? Um, but you know, we'll we'll see how how next year goes for them. They they could do some stuff. I mean, especially with the new young lines who've returned home, they have a brighter future next year than they did coming into this year. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Omega was not back yet, though. Carl Omega... Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. I hope whatever Carl Anderson is bringing you, Gato, this is this is well worth Hikuleo squashing Yudro in like five seconds. I hope it's really worth it because you suck. You're a terrible book. I just want you to know that. <laughs> hey. All right. All right. Uh, but let's see. We're talking about uh, Sasha Banks. Let's, let's, let's talk about stardom. Why not? I feel like their future is a lot brighter than New Japan's, even though I haven't been too crazy on Stardom in recent years. But I do think this year was a lot better than the previous two Bushi Road years since being under their ownership. I think this was a big step forward for them. But also, I wasn't fully into a lot of the stuff. Like the Shuri run, I haven't really been into it. I just, didn't, and it's crazy because I love Sherry. I've loved Sherry for a long time. It's just wasn't really into it. I didn't appreciate the first half of the year where Rossi sabotaged FWC's goddesses run by giving them every worst tag team possible for a while. And then, you know, but yeah, I think, not, but I do think, great. yeah, but I do think the second half of the year has been a lot better. I think they've really turned it around to finish off the year. Uh, I think yeah. next year is going to be a lot better for them for various reasons. Of course, you know, you have the aspects. Me and you have talked. We, we don't think Sasha will be here long. We'll think she'll, she'll be no. here for a little bit just to, you know, WWE costs it up and pays her. Uh, sure. The, which, I mean, it's I'm the fine fact that, that she even, will be here. Yeah, I think that just adds prestige to the company, even the fact that she's willing to leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyrie leaving WWE is one thing because she is stardom born. Right. Sasha leaving WWE, the biggest company in the world, to come work in stardom for even just like a match. If that, it's one match, that's fine. That adds a lot to them. 
And yeah. I really do like the uh, triangle baby uh, field they got going on. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. I think they're in for something really special. I don't think that they hit as much as I would have liked them to. Like, I know, I like, it's hard for me, especially after the year Dragon Gate's had, like, statistically as well, it's hard for me to firmly say, like, last year, people are just like, oh, I don't know how Dragon Gate's the second biggest company in the world. And I was in that same boat because I was like, yeah, this year wasn't really good. And then this year, I'm just like, I don't know how stardom is the second biggest promotion in the world when some of the numbers haven't been great. I know for, because I know I was looking up, uh, I think it was Osaka. When did they run uh, Osaka? Was it the Utami and uh, Shiri match? Is that when they ran Osaka? Because I want to say that was around the same time as Yamato and Yuki, and that was like limited capacity yeah. because of cheering and like Yuki and Yamato fucking dog walk that showed in tennis wise. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I you know, for all the bad that I say, I do think next year will be a lot better for them. I think next year is going to be their year where everything just clicks. Yeah, they, they have they. What I liked about them this year is they tried a lot of things that yeah. they hadn't tried in a long time. Which long time viewers can tell you, like Rossi just doesn't like to try. Stuff no, anymore. It, <laughs> when they went away from having people work from the outside, a lot yeah. of it was due to COVID. They wanted to keep it all in house. To mm-hmm. make sure that you know they can run shows and not have to worry about you know freelancers coming in, but now that they have an influx of talent to join yeah. their roster, it's like yeah, they have that open door policy. It really freshens things up because you can yeah. only run the same few matches every so often. Exactly, it, it saves a lot of matches now for them because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, they're putting Haruka Umasaki in. The biggest, like the big wonder of Stardom title matches here. Huka Umasaki's biggest match is like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what her biggest match is before that. It's probably Truthfully. like a Diana World title match in like front of like 125 people. Exactly, exactly. So like, I like that they're willing to challenge themselves because mm-hmm. in terms of Joshi, like they don't have competition. I like the like, idea of uh, Stardom versus the world for. Uh, yeah i do too and show it's just the execution wasn't really great especially for a show that's been even if it's not the biggest show necessarily because people like oh anymore yeah it's still (laughs) the december show the big december show has always been a big deal no matter what yeah exactly so for something conditioned to be that they really didn't try too hard with that but i do think the idea is good i like the the idea hard execution and also i don't like the fact that a lot of their talent who have been working hard all year are just in nothing positions yeah that's my that's my biggest gripe stars have been hitting all year and now they're just facing each other just because there's nothing that's just stars you just have yeah they just have nothing to do so it's like all right cool we'll just go do this they're probably gonna kill it against each other because that's what they do yeah but it's like they should be in bigger spots they should be in bigger spots i mean i would have had Probably Hazuki challenging, honestly, or Mayu just in a bigger match, or mm-hmm. Koguma and Hazuki in a bigger match, or you know, just obvious things. And I think Hanan's ready for a bigger match, yeah. and, and that's a good thing. If for anything, them, but... they could have got FWC an outside team. They could have, yeah, uh, had uh, Ozaki and uh, Maya, who are going to be in the Triangle Derby or the Triangle Derby, sweet. just yeah. do that match because and... that's two teams. <laughs> I think that's why I'm excited about next year because they have they are bringing in all the outsiders that I wanted them to now. 
Yeah. Like now that Maya's there in some form, it's just like, okay. So now they've checked off Maya, they've checked off Rina, they've checked off Natsu. It's like, all right, what are we waiting for with Takase? Does she just not want to yeah. come here? Is that is that what we're doing? Because yeah, you never know. Because I mean that could it's possible. It could be it people. for uh-huh. sure. Um and you know, Takase keeps herself busy. Yeah. But Umasaki's there too, and that's her tag team partner. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right. So it's either she doesn't want to come in or something go something's up. But I just like the influx of outside talent. Like yeah. adding prominence was one of the more refreshing things for them. Yeah. And it started all of this. And yeah. heading into next year, there's intrigue that, you know, Suzu Suzuki does more. Like prominence might be walking out of that last probably are walking out of that last show as champions yeah. based off of the derby. Just the derby lineups. I mean, they yeah. that team is not together. Yeah. Um, and I like that, but it'll be interesting. I think the weird thing with this year is you had the same champions all year, mm-hmm. right? You had Shuri which is a rarity. On top. Exactly. Um, and I think you do get to a point after a while where it's like, all right, one of them needs long, to change because you don't want long reigns doesn't necessarily mean good reigns. I think if you give if you give a champion four defenses, no matter how long the reign is, I consider that a pretty good reign. You get four defenses. That's pretty cool. Um, exactly. So that's just that for me. But I do think next year's going to be uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, State of Joshi is kind of crazy right now because, like, if you're not working with stardom, you're kind of in a very, very hard rebuilding phase. Uh, and that's kind of been the theme for a while. Uh, we'll, we'll see what next year holds, but Joshi's kind of weird right now. It uh, is, but the Cyberfight companies—they've been—they've had a weird year, but it seems like it's starting to come around. Especially when you take a look at uh, DDT's TDC Hall show, which is like, all right, whatever. But they also have already started planning stuff for next year as well. And then you also have Noah's uh, January first Budokan, which I think looks probably one of the best cards they've had in quite a while. Yeah, uh, with the return of Maru Kintai versus uh, Sugira and Kojima. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, <clears throat> and it seems like the cyberfight companies are starting to... It seems like they're starting to take more risk. Uh, the TJPW... The TJPW model, me and Alex were talking about it one time, it seems like they've kind of been planning to, okay, we're going to cycle in foreigners, like all the mm-hmm. best independent talent we can. We're going to cycle yeah. them in. And then when they're gone, we'll preserve these big matches. That way, right. when it's time, we can just throw these out yeah. there, which that's a good model that I didn't expect Coda of all people to have the brain to do, but mm-hmm. uh, that's a good model. DDT, great decision, throwing butt on Higuchi and just saying, all right, company's yours. Do whatever you want. Cook, buddy. Yeah. Go out there and cook. He's I, I'm not taking this title oh. off this dude anytime soon. I'm no. not. No. I'm letting him set a record. I don't care. <laughs> okay. yeah, I mean, if they want Ueno to win it, he can come back around to win it. Yeah, but he not have now. to win it no, this first time. You don't need to. Nor should he. Um, not as long as he's Universal Champ either. I, I with all gonna... three promotions, I do think that they all well, they all true. have yeah. an interesting way to kick off the new year mm-hmm. the right way. So, I mean, with DDT, I think it is self-explanatory. It's having Higuchi lead you in mm-hmm. to the new year. Noah's um, fun because while they ran Kaito versus 
Keno last year and a few months ago. This is different. The story is a lot different. Keno's forcing this match not simply because he wants to take the title back, but he doesn't want real Noah to be outshined by uh, the return of Maruken or Shinsuke Nakamura, who's from WWE. He doesn't want these outsiders to outshine yeah. current Noah. And that's a good story to have. And then not only that, but the card just up and down looks fun. Nakamura coming over for his first Japanese appearance in a promotion since his exit from uh, New Japan to face Muda, which is a big, big match. Uh, trying to, they threw the wall, they threw stuff at the wall. They're taking a chance with Junta getting the Budokan shot, which is really, really cool to see. And really what they needed to do, because this junior division has been a mess for a while and it's all your <laughs> fault, Hayata. <laughs> uh, unfortunately i mean i like ogal but him and ida him and ida versus yohei and uh kz at budokan for the tag title should be interesting uh yeah uh, ogawa's had the luck of not having good tag partners in a while but now, now, now that ida's there i think they should be fine not only that but noah's running tokyo dome so they're probably yeah. gonna have the biggest show of next year. No what no matter listen. Oh yeah, I mean no matter what it's... the company is, that retirement show is the biggest show all next year. And they're yeah. probably gonna win so many awards, magazine covers just for that one show alone. Yeah, I mean Muto's retirement's as big a deal as anything in wrestling next year. Um which, with Noah which another thing is they're in a weird position because Muto's probably the biggest draw or one of the biggest draws in the company. So when he's gone, you're going to have to restructure stuff very fast. This is is where we play the game of no company needs Kota Bushi more than Noah. Noah. And I I don't know what his plans are, but no one ever knows what his plans are. (laughs) Hey, he can do whatever he wants, but if there is one company I'm sticking him in, it's Noah because he needs it so well. They need it so bad. And... It feels like the perfect spot for him. Yeah. Because if he wants to do one or two AEW dates, guess what? He can. That's how this relationship works with Cyber yeah. Fight. Um, if he wants to make his own, no, we can promotion, do we can do Sting versus Kota Ibushi on like Rampage. That'd be sick. That would be that would be sick. That'd probably get the most used Rampage has had since CM Punk. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to do, you know, you have Ibushi. Honestly, as your main guy, sorry, Kaito. Um, not really, not that sorry. Um, he he is the type of Even guy if he's that changes. Not the main guy. I think you can just position him as one of the top guys. Yeah, I mean him and him kicking the shit out of Fujita. That is entertainment. Him and Segura in just some mm-hmm. random big singles match. That is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Uh. Any anything with Coda back in wrestling, that is what I'm here for. I don't really care if he's at the top of the card, the middle of the card. Just get this dude back in wrestling. And I think Noah's Noah and him, he doesn't need Noah. Noah does need him, but he he's such a wild card that it would be a good place for him to settle in as his like Japan base while he wants to make his promotion, I'm sure. And yeah his little things like that. Um, and then with TJPW, I mean, they have an exciting year coming up mm. with all the, they're bringing in the right people. Yeah. Millie McKenzie, Trisha Dora. Um, Even Rio, who they got from England. She's really good. They, they, haven't, 
Yeah, yeah they haven't really missed other than that one tag title match that I'm not going to act like oh, ever so happened. Bad. We're not going to act so like bad. that happened ever. And, and you bring in you're they're just bringing the right people. I don't know if Windsor's coming back. I know I think she's hurt or something. Yeah, she's hurt or something. Um but you have you're bringing in the right people. I mean, Willow was a great fit there. Well, um, she'll probably be back. Due to she, yeah. It it seems like they wanted her and Miu. The only reason she won't be back is if Tony Khan has plans for her, which who the hell knows. Um Yeah. It's a lot but, easier to not try to get into Tony Khan's head than it is yeah. to get inside of it. So. Yeah, this is true. And they just have such a they're going they're leaving twenty twenty two better than they came into it, and that is why it's so exciting for next year. Um and you have Yuka at the top, you have Miu ready to go. And you have people ready to climb up that card, and I just hope that they are willing to bet on it. Like, Mizuki should be the next champion. Yeah, couldn't say it better myself. Uh, before To wrap things up here, I said we were going to preview Final Gate, so let's go ahead and just talk about the big matches uh, from oh, Final yeah. Gate. Uh, feels like a right way to end it. So we did touch on uh, Shingo's return match a little bit. Uh, which that should be really good. I think more than anything, this is going to be a Kikuda showcase, as it should uh, probably. Be interested to see if this leads to more appearances for Shingo or people from New Japan, which I was kind of shocked they let him come here. But uh, we got that happening. We got the Open the Triangle Gate Championship match with Shun, another guy that had a great year that I'm going to talk about whenever I do my awards uh, in Kai. And Ishin against uh, Naruki Doi and Toro Washi, who are two thirds of the KOD six man champions, and uh, Suji Kondo T2P, uh, which that should be really fun. I'm always here for Suji Kondo title matches. I'm here, I'm seated, I'm always around. So that should be a lot of fun. I uh, don't think the belts will change. Uh, but what I really want to talk about is these three singles matches. First, Kota Manoa versus Diamante. Rematch from King of Gate two years ago, and boy, are both of them even better than they were two years ago, and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Diamante's like, he's the type of guy that you put in the underrated category or under. If it's me, if, if Yoshioka's walking out of the main event, we're going straight to Yoshioka and Diamante. If it's me. That'd be phenomenal. Um, I love, I think both these guys are super talented. I know Minora has his certain problems that he's still trying to develop as a full wrestler, but the dude's a star. Right? Which I think uh, he's gotten better at that now that he doesn't have all that pressure of of that yeah. like he did going in the Kobe world. Now everything's a lot clearer with him in gold class, so I think he's right. able to just relax a bit. Yeah, and I think he he's a special guy, and mm-hmm. putting him – Against Diamante here in a big singles match to close out the year, who the hell am I to complain? I'm. This is this is what I sign up for. Exactly. Now getting into the Brave Gate Championship, we got Hio defending against Minorita, who's making his first ever challenge of the belt. I people laugh. People are like, "Oh, you can't have Minorita as your rookie of the half year," but I did, and it paid off beautifully. I will be <laughs> taking apologies, cash apps, whatever. Just DM me on twitter uh the story here is Hio thinks minorita is the weakest wrestler in all of dragon gate and he didn't see a reason for him to challenge for the brave gate championship but over a game of jonkin minorita got the got the title match but not only that he's pinned Hio in multiple matches most recently in a captain's falls match where he just got the direct pinfall with his finish which uh 
it's gonna be a fun one. I wouldn't be surprised if that Brave Gate changes, which it, it'd be interesting. The Brave Gate's an interesting division because there's no clear direction for what's next. Mm. It's like, yeah, we knew it was gonna go from Daya to Hio, but we really don't know what's next. Uh, I think this will be a fun tell of what'll be the clear direction going into next year. It's a good test. It's a good test for Mini Rita. Um, I'm always open. I'm always here for big tests like this. Yeah, people forget Minorito was the star of this class when before they all debuted. He was the first to debut. Uh, he just didn't have a really big position where he needed to show out. But I think this is going to be his opportunity where they're going to let him be who he is. Yeah, so that should That's, be fun. I like that they're going with the whole big gold class, big matches. Yeah, speaking of which, let's cap it off right. Class of 2016 clashing off. Yuki Yoshioka defending against Ben K, who's reinvented himself since joining Gold Class. It's fun because Ben K could see himself in Yuki Yoshioka. He won the title at Kobe World after winning King of Gate. He held it all the way to Final Gate. He dropped it there. Yeah. So it's it's a fun little Miriam thing. Not only that, but being classmates, it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, I'm like half on this because. Usually the first Dream Gate run for a wrestler in Dragon Gate is, okay, Kobe World to Final Gate. However, this is different. This is yeah. a little bit different. You don't have yeah. a guy who's killing the game in the ring and in the box office and just cut it short. However, if there's one person who could ideally cut this reign short, it's the current iteration of Ben K. Yeah, I mean, I just think Yoshioka is so good right now that it's like, just let him keep riding, see yeah. what happens, right? It's like, that's that's my stance, but also I'm just like in the back of my head, I'm like, if they wanted to, yeah, I could like, see it. Ben K's awesome, so it's like it's like one of those situations where it's like, oh well, I mean, I'm not gonna be upset that he won. It's just. Yoshioka and his story with this title mm-hmm. has been so good. That match with Mochizuki was right. absolutely phenomenal. And it 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 does feel like he has so much left, mm-hmm. right? Like, he seems like he hasn't scratched the surface in where he's going. And, and I know you could take the title off of him, and Ben K would be great because Ben K's reinvention has been great. Mm-hmm. But man, like you got that Yoshioka Skywalker match just ready to go at any moment. You have quite a few matches you could run with him that you haven't ran quite. Oh, yet. for sure. I it just feels like that, like because of his story going against former champions, mm-hmm. that's the one that sticks out to me. It's like, well, you're both kind of just like the guys here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want that match with this title with this Yoshioka reign. Very badly. Well, I get it. I have no idea, but I'm very excited to watch well, the show. I'll put you on the spot here before we sign off. Lock in your pick. Ben K, Yoshioka, who's leaving the final gate as the Open Dream Gate champion. I'm going with the new face of the company. Like I think Yoshioka. I think this is Yoshioka. Yeah, I just I think after I'm what he's that. done. Yeah. I after think... what he's done this year with as champion, man. You want to start I'm, next year with him as champion. I'm going to go the same because I think that that gold class twin gate run or triangle gate runs just sitting there waiting to happen. And you should probably do that first. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I agree. Because you can come back to this. You yeah. can come back to gold class. I think, getting I think Coda and there. I think Coda and Ben holding the twin gates is just too good to pass up. You gotta do this. You gotta do this. It, so yeah, just keep building Yoshioka up. I mean, he's he's an undeniable dude, right? Oh, for like, sure. For sure. Like you watch him and you you get that Tanahashi feel at times. You get you just get all those like little isms, but he's also his own guy mm-hmm. in how he wrestles because he wrestles a lot different from everyone else mm-hmm. in his style and just his matches. It's why his world title reign has been like, yeah, this is this is good. This is this is why good. he can be the best world champion in wrestling. I don't want that to end, right? I don't want yeah. that to end. <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself. Well, well, there's our pick. So if you feel <laughs> this is gonna drop the day of the show, technically, uh, because of the time zones, because I'm yeah. gonna make sure it's all out there. Uh, but uh, thank you for coming on the show, Scott. I I needed a guest, and you didn't disappoint. So. Hey, I was I was happy to come on. I've been wanting to come on for a while. I mean, the moment yeah, we, you asked, we, and I saw the time, I was like, hell yeah, yeah. I had it. We just had to figure out how to you know get guests on here and make it work out. And you know, it was a it was a test for a lot of things. Now have a clear idea of what to do in the future. Yeah. So uh, that thank you for coming on, of course. And as always, I'm going to continue to do my half ass best, and I'll see you next time.